friendship, man. Friendship, man. Am I your best friend, Blake? You're one of them. Uh, I, I don't. Would you say I'm number one? I don't have a ranking system, Justin. <laughs> Perfect. Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. I'm not a, I'm not a kid. Well, you guys know that obviously we've told you Justin and I are friends. We have, you know, one or two other friends. You know, neither one of us are the most popular guy in the world. Easy, playa. Easy. But today's episode, episode... This would be episode two. Episode dose, or two and a half, whatever you want to call it. The third time you're hearing us talk is all about friendship. We're going we're gonna to dive in here in a second, but we're going to talk about... Do we have friends? Are we good friends to each other? Are we good friends to our other friends? I'm going to tell you, as the single guy, I'm going to get into this. There's a lot of days I don't feel like I have friends anymore. So that's what we're talking about. Justin, let me let me hear it, Justin. Let's start it with this. Do you consider yourself a good friend? No. I was hoping for a little more than that, but you know, okay. All right. Well, no, before we get in whoa, before we get into that, let's talk a little bit about you know, I always like to open the show with a little crosstalk. All right. And I, I want to get into that. I do not, on on the record, I do not think that at all times I'm a great friend. I think I'm a selfish asshole sometimes, and that makes me a bad friend. But we'll get into that. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll deep dive into that whoa. one here in a little bit. I want to open up and talk about, I want to refer back to my five-year-old. Okay. Okay? Speaking of friends and friendship and things like that, my five-year-old has been in kindergarten now for nine weeks, because now we're in the first week of November, and she has been in school for a while now, um, and she is got a BFF. And Watch not, out. Not just a best friend. She's got a BFF. And I asked her, what's that mean? And she goes, best friends forever. And I was like, oh, obviously, that's what it means, hashtag BFF. Best friends forever, even though you're in kindergarten and you may not know who they are in two years. Well, this is their second BFF of the year, so we're doing good here. Um, oh, second in nine weeks. Yeah, so, I mean, wow. uh, this one is uh, this one is a friend of hers, and this is what I'm getting at is if you follow the I Am 40 podcast Twitter, you'll notice that you will see stuff on there from my personal Twitter, at Deering22, Blake's personal Twitter, which is at Blake Mitchamore. You got it. Um, and I like to share kindergarten updates on there because I've got a kindergartner for the first time ever and it's crazy what she's learning and like what she says. I post about wrestling. You do. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that's one reason you're not a good friend. <laughs> that sucks. No, but anyways, I've been posting kindergarten updates since school started. One of Kinley's responsibilities at school is she is in charge of taking her BFF to the nurse because her BFF has diabetes and has a monitor. And when it goes off, Kinley walks her to the nurse to make sure she gets there. Great friendly thing to do because, you know, if your monitor's going off, your blood sugar's low, you could pass out. So Kinley's in charge of helping her friend get to the nurse. Here's what my friend or my 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 daughter said to the nurse the other day. She said, I notice when I bring so-and-so in here, she gets free juice. <laughs> and I like apple juice too. Who doesn't? Nurse so-and-so, how do I get diabetes? 
So my kid now has come to the realization that she has a BFF, her second one. And now she wants diabetes because her BFF gets free apple juice every day because she has diabetes. And now Kinley wants them too. So we're going to have a hard talk about what diabetes, (laughs) what diabetes is. But I would say as a five-year-old, she got in trouble in class because she was taking advantage of that opportunity to take her friend to, to the nurse's office. They were, they were already scheming in kindergarten to go out in the hallway and play around, which is just like me. So she was so, when she came home and told us about it, she was so upset because in her head, she really was worried that her friend's monitor was about to go off because it hadn't gone off. Because she didn't understand that going off is bad, not going off is good, going and be a uh, a good friend, take your friend and get there. So she was very worried that her friend was, something was wrong because her monitor hadn't gone off. So she was very upset when she got in trouble or got talked to. I don't even know if she was really in trouble. And I, I thought that moment there was an awesome example of what being a friend is, that she has bought into this person so much through nine weeks or eight weeks of friendship, whatever it is that she was willing to get in trouble, even though they really were scheming to go out in the hallway and play and get water at the water fountain and, and mess around out in the hallway and play and run. But, um, BFF Blake, am I a good BFF? Am I a good friend in general? You asked that question to open the show. And I will say that there are times that I feel like I'm a great friend and there are more times that I feel like I'm not a great friend. Um, I will go on the record on this show and say, when you were going through what we talked about in episode one, I may not have been the person that was there for you the most because I was also in the midst of having a child and figuring out how to be a dad. Um, so as a friend, I guess you were. Yeah. I mean, I think as, uh, as a friend in my, in my mind, there's times that I wish I was a better friend. There's times I wish I had better friends. There's times I wish I had more friends. And then oddly enough, me being the person that is the social one in my marriage. There's times that I'm cool with not having friends. There's times I'm cool with coming home. And as I said in the last episode or two episodes ago, sitting down in my chair and not doing anything. So I think that, um, I think that there's obviously room for improvement in my friendship approach to life. I would, I would echo that. Um, for me, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna answer it this way. I'm gonna say, on the whole, preparation H feels great. <laughs> or in general, <laughs> I consider myself to be a good friend in in the vein of, I think I'm somebody that, and feel free to tell me no if this, if this isn't true. But I th- I try to be somebody that you know. Um, if you call me and you need something or you call me and you know, something's going on, whether it's to be able to sit here and just talk to somebody or, um, you know, if you really genuinely need something, I try to be the guy that, you know, I try to be somebody that if, if I can figure it out, if I can make it happen, I'm going to make it happen. Um, now that comes with another side day to day. No, I don't think I'm the greatest friend in the world because, I, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm selfish. I just would rather, you know, I am, uh, I'm somebody, I, I don't classify myself really as a social person. I, I have kind of, um, learned to, I'm going to say I've acquired that skill or that ability to where I can be, but that's not something that comes natural for me. So my, uh, 
naturally for me would be just to be the person, like you said, to come home and just, you know, plop down on the couch or, you know, just hang out with somebody that's, you know, like I've got a roommate right now because of things that have happened over the last few months and just hang out with him or just hang out by myself. A lot of times, even when it's just me and him at the house, I go up into my room and just, you know, and, and am alone because that's where I'm most comfortable. Um, now with that being said, um, I've definitely not just because of that, I've definitely failed. There's been times where, you know, not friends have called me and guys that I'm not that close to, uh, that but that I would still consider friends um, have asked me to do something for them or have asked me to help them out, and I've just flat told them no because I've been burnt in the past, and that's the other side of it. I mean, you know, I have been the guy that has loaned people money before and never got it back. I have been the guy that has gone out of my way to do something for somebody, and that same person wouldn't do the same thing for me. And that's where... That's where it's hard to, to, to really classify whether I consider myself to be a good friend or not because um, there's a line where I'm like, well, you know, this person would do this for me. Why the hell would I do this for them? Right. And I think that, I mean, if I look at, I think it just about any of my solid guy friends were to call me and say, hey, I mean, even down to money, if they were to call and say, hey, we, we can't pay our electric bill, it's going to get shut off. I mean, Within reason, I probably am going to try to help out as best I can. Absolutely. But I do believe that there's there's one major area where I'm the absolute worst friend, and I don't think anybody in the world would fault me for this. I am so tired of moving, you guys. Oh, my gosh. Like, <laughs> and, I, and I will say that because of the things that have gone on in my life the last few years, I have been the guy at least from the last – four years now i will say two of those two of the times i paid to just have somebody yeah. Move oh, yeah. and yeah. i'm at the stage in life where honestly that's what i'm going to do going forward if i can afford it because it's so it's so much better just right to, uh, I, my favorite my favorite move was the night you called and you said boys we got to get out of this apartment tonight and we rolled in four or five trucks deep and we got you out of that apartment but it was like 10 30 and we we were throwing like oh yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's right <laughs> but I mean it's just I feel bad because I've had uh, one of my go- no 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 the favorite move just to tell the story and I want to tell it just in case he ever does listen to us the favorite move was when I got divorced and I I couldn't you know I couldn't um, just from an emotional standpoint I couldn't live in the house I I owned at that point anymore. Because it, I, I, my wife and um, her son had moved into the house, and I just, you know, I just couldn't do it. So I got an apartment in Mansfield, and you're gonna, you're gonna remember this when I, when I finish it. And we were moving all my that's stuff. What she said, <laughs> "No, that's usually not the way. They don't, I usually don't remember it when I finish it." Then, <laughs> uh, but add we were, that to the list of shows. We were, <laughs> we were moving all my stuff in an apartment in Mansfield, and John was with us, mm-hmm. and. Um, He said, "I forget the con- the context oh. of it. Well, <laughs> I forget the context of it, but it was the headboard on my bed, and he said there should be like a B and E on there. He was trying to reference Burton Ernie of all things. <laughs> well, every single person there, there's four or five of us there, looked at him like, "Are you really that big of an asshole?" Because." And and even me, I didn't get mad, but I just looked at him like, really, dude? 
because my my ex-wife's name is Emily. And I was at that point in my life. I mean, I dude, I, I have no problem. We'll, we may talk about it down the line. I have no problem saying it now because it's five years removed. There were nights where I'm not going to say that I ever got close, but there were nights where I thought about, I don't, I don't want to go on anymore. Like I was at that stage of life when this was going on, and so that is that. That's the best move. But speaking of moves, and I'll throw a story out. But this is this tells you how much I hate moving my friends. My brother moved one time, and he called me. And my dad, who okay, that's we're going to talk about family in an episode. I'm going to say. That and the same question is going to go on in that episode. If you're telling me that you didn't go help your and I, I cut you off, but if you're telling me he didn't go help your brother move, that makes you a bad family member. Um, no, I went and helped him. It was right after he got married, and he's been now. Been, so I was, I guess I'm 36. So I was 16 when they got married, and I went and helped him move. And uh, you know, my dad has always said I had my first kid because I had a kid. I had my second kid because I had a kid, and I had a third kid because I need the th- I need somebody to move all the heavy stuff. So he had me, and I was I, I was born to move heavy boxes. I went over to help my brother and his new wife move, and we were moving them out of a two-story apartment. It was a pretty sweet apartment. Oh. And moving in. No, two-story apartment. So you walk in, and there's a, like a loft apartment. Oh. And so we're upstairs, and uh, Todd says, hey, grab the, the treadmill. Let's go down the stairs. And I've got the treadmill, and I'm holding it by the arms. And I'm at the top, basically holding the weight, and he's popping it down the stairs, right? Right. Heel slips out, fall down. Arm of the, tri- or the, of the treadmill straight to the junk. Uh, my sister-in-law who's you know they're still married and she's great I work with her she works in the same area I do she walked up with one of those little bitty circular eye masks that you put on if your eyes are a little puffy after you may have drank too much and says here you go this should help and I'm like it's the size of maybe a lemon cut in half and she's like put this on them (laughs) <laughs> maybe the third time I've hung out with her, she just walks up. It's like, here, here's this. And we still tell that story today. But that was the last time I helped my brother move because after that he hired movers because he was afraid I was going to never have kids after that. I don't like helping you guys move. There's not enough pizza and beer you can buy me to move your stuff because I don't even move my stuff. Like you said, I hire movers. But in the long run, I really feel like – God, that's like my phrase, and I've said in the long run like seven times. Um, I feel like that um, – that as a friend, I, on the last episode, I said I worry about others and take care of others before I take care of myself a lot, like self-care stuff. I would say when it comes to friends that I take care of myself before I take care of some of them because you put in all the hours at work. You put in all the hours with your family and you know, there's days where Katie will look at me and say, get out of here. You don't go find someone to hang out with. You need to get out of the house. And then I'm like, oh, that's such a hassle. That's so inconvenient. But I have, you know, a buddy of mine named Casey who I hang out with all the time and and we go away. We used to until I moved, um, we did a thing called Meat Church, which is kind of goofy, but it's a name <laughs> it's a name of a barbecue company that we like. But we we our meat church was we would go have lunch together once a week and we'd go to a different barbecue restaurant around Mansfield. But now that I'm here and he's in Mansfield, it's a little tough to do. But I mean, don't don't get me wrong. Our wives made fun of us because we went to meet church. I invited his wife to meet church one time because he was out of town. And I, all <laughs> I mean, right, I'm just, just gonna say goofy. you may not want to invite. Invite <laughs> as a rule of thumb, you might not want to invite other men's wives to meet church. Hey, you gotta do what you gotta do, right? <laughs> uh okay. So I, I, what I, what I was getting is, I okay. think you have to be intentional about carving time out. 
I think it has to be, I think for your sanity, for, um, for your friend, I mean, your friends need to, whether they're married, like me and you, we need to hang out more than we do Absolutely, because you need to get out of your situation and just hang out with a dude and watch sports or do this or just do go to top golf, do whatever stuff we do. I need to get out of, out of, you know, the response, the, the everyday routine of work, husband, dad, work, husband, dad, you know, we got to just break out of it every once in a while. Um, and I just think I'm not intentional enough with all my friends. I'm convenient. If it's convenient to hang out, AKA heck yeah, I'll order in a UFC and you will come to my house. That is, I'll drive an hour to yeah, your you house. drive an hour to my house and we'll watch you. I'll even pay for the UFC and won't ask you to pay anything just so that I don't have to well, go I anywhere. Mean, hell, I damn near pay $65 in gas to drive over here where I live now. So I just feel like you, I, I need to be more intentional of being a good friend. I need to be more intentional about putting two-sided effort in well see it's funny you bring that uh, you talk about that because i'm at a stage where and and i'm gonna i'm gonna make a declarative statement before i say this i know i have friends i like i said earlier i know i have friends i can count on i know i have friends that you know pick up a phone they're gonna answer you know or if not they're gonna call me back but i will say this and you're included in this Woohoo. I don't know if that's a good woohoo yet. <laughs> I ha- I don't feel like I'm gonna say it like this because this is the way I, I I phrased it on the last show. I don't I don't feel like I have friends in to a certain degree, but because the fact of I don't feel like I have any friends anymore that I can call and do what you just said. I don't have somebody I can call and be like, hey, man, let's go watch, even though they suck this year, let's go watch the Cowboy game. Or, hey, even though they were worse than the Cowboys, let's go watch a Ranger game. Or, <laughs> I don't know why, but it makes me laugh that you said, hey, let's go to Top Golf. <laughs> <laughs> um, stuff like that. Because, and not because you don't want to go, or because if I called John, he doesn't want to go, or because I called my friend Eric, he doesn't want to go. Because you guys work just like I do and you know depending on who it is we work different schedules or we're off at different times or because you you know because you have to come home and be a husband and you know spend time with your wife or like you talked about in earlier episodes go to soccer practice or just be a dad in general I don't feel like I can call you now granted you and I live an hour apart from each other now so it's a little it's a little rougher but Still, like you said, carving out that time to be intentional. And and for me, for you, it's carving out time to be intentional and making sure you're intentional to do that. For me, I don't feel like I can do that anymore because I feel like, well, son of a bitch, he can't do that. He's got to go be a dad or he's got to do this or he's got to do that or, you know, he's got to, you know, he's at a game or he's this, he's that. And that sucks because I – even though, like I said earlier, I uh, in in nature I tend to be alone. I don't want to be all the time. I want to be able, to, hey man, you know. For instance, there was a time when you and Katie were just dating, and I wasn't with anybody. And this was years ago. We lived about five minutes down the road from each other, dude. We hung out all the time. I went over to your house just for a couple of hours at night, some nights, and just. I mean, we didn't do anything. We sat there and watched TV, but just sat there and we watched Sons of Anarchy, yeah. and we and we podcasted about it, and we wrote about it on a blog, and and be or just sat there and BS, and, and, and we watched that horrible season of Dexter with Julia Stiles. 
That the season with Julie Styles was good. It was the last season that was awful. Season two, the one about that horrible episode. Season with Julie Styles. No, no. Season two of I'm Forty. We're gonna fight. Uh, So from that aspect, you know, that's a different um, phase in life that I'm in, or a different kind of feel of life that I'm in. Is is and goes along with this this whole trend of the show being, you know, being pushing forty and being the single guy. There's a lot of days where. I don't feel like I have friends anymore. I, I will, I'll, um, without going into the full story, and you know, we've talked a couple times about family members and um, things like that. And I'm, I'm, you know, staring a pretty serious story of a, a pretty serious episode coming up in a couple weeks about my dad. Yes. And, um, you know, I remember having conversations as we started this journey into Alzheimer's with my mom and how my mom was like, I just wish your dad was more involved at a church because once he got sick, they kind of quit going and because it was tough to take care of him. And he lost a lot of his friends that he had and people quit coming around because it was an inconvenient illness and it was an inconvenient, uh, it was tough, tough to deal with. Cause I mean, my dad's one of the smartest guys I know. He's a great salesman, remembers numbers. And now I can't remember what he had for lunch. But the crazy thing is I talked to my mom just today on the way home from work and I said, Mom, did you go in to see Dad today? Because he's in a facility now. And um, she's like, you know, I haven't gone in yet. I'm going to go to dinner. But Jimmy was there. Well, Jimmy is a guy my dad has known since he was 10 years old. My dad's 76 years old. And Jimmy has come out. He had back surgery probably two months ago. My dad's been in the facility for just over a month and a half. And uh, Jimmy has come out every third day for the last eight weeks or however long he's been there. And there's days where my dad looks at him and has no clue who's sitting there. And there's days where he looks at him and remembers them going fishing when they were 13 and talking. And he's his fishing buddy, his tournament buddy. And that brings me to my next question is, Blake, how many friends do you feel like you need? Like, Do you need one? I mean, I know I've got, and you're on the list. And I mean, me and John, we work together. Me and John were close. And now we're at separate ends of the world in the same career. So we have a lot in common because we can talk about work a lot. Right. But I've got my buddy Casey. I've got you. And I mean, I would I like to have a group of 10 guys to go on a canoe trip or something with? I think it'd be great to have a man trip every year. But do I need... If I'm in a facility in 30 or 40 or 50 or 60 years, I'm hoping I have one... I, I, I'm good with one solid great friend, two solid great friends, as opposed to 30, let's go get drunk. You know what I mean? Like, I, I this kind of conversation... I value this kind of conversation more... Then the conversation we've had in these shows, and we will have in these shows, I, I value these more than 10 guys going and watching a Mavs game together and just shooting the shit and sitting around. I value these kind of friendships more than a number out there. I would say if I was being – I mean, now, I would – here's how I would classify it. I would say that I have five really good friends um, that would all kind of, you know – lump into that I get for what most people would classify as like a best friend type of thing to where I could have the kind kind of conversations we're having. I could call them when I needed them. I could, that I think would be there for me that I would go out of my way to be there for them, whether it meant, you know, like you were saying, if they were in a spot to where they desperately needed a little bit of money and I was in this place to where I could help them that I would, or if they were going through something and I had, for instance, I, you know, we're going to talk about it down the road, but 
I'm going to say that the closer you, you know, the further you go down, and it sucks to say it like this, the inevitable road that you're going down with your dad, you and I are probably going to have a, quite a bit of conversations about that because I've dealt with it. And I can't tell you a lot of what to do right, but I can tell you what not to do because you saw what it did to me and you saw, and we weren't as close as we are now, weren't, but you saw when we first started hanging out, you saw where I was at right? physically just as a person and in general. And a lot of it was because of the way I handled that. So I would say that I have probably, you know, four or five um, people in my life like that. And that's all I, I don't want anymore. I, nor do I think um, legitimately, it's just my opinion. Somebody out there that listens to this may disagree with me. Nor do I think that you can legit, I don't think you can have more than that in your life and have those kind of real relationships. Right. I think I'm probably tapped out. Cause anybody, cause I have, you know, cause I could sit here and probably name two or three other guys that I'm still, you know, fairly close with, but they would fall underneath that. I would, you know, if they called and asked me something, I'd be like, oh, uh, you haven't even gotten into your wrestling community yet. Oh, those aren't friends. Those are just, well, actually, you know, I actually, I do have, I do have one, one or two guys in there that I would consider legitimate friends that would kind of fall just because they do live in other parts of the country and I don't talk to them as much would fall kind of underneath like you guys, but they're still, but a lot of them are just uh, acquaintances. Well, Blake, I'm going to bring this friendship talk to an end because I have a, I'm going to pose a question as we go out this week because next week's show is going to, is going to bring a lot of this friendship stuff back next week's show. We're going to dive into the conversation about politics and we're not getting into who we're voting for, why we're voting for them, or how we're voting for them. Or how, we're going to check a box in a ballot. That's how you vote. Sorry. Um, but next week's show is about the political climate, the political season we're in. It's going to come out the week of Election Day on these midterm elections. And kind of just the damage, in my opinion, that politics can have on a friendship and a family. And just the virus that is political social media. So, Blake... I'm going to sum up my political opinions with four words. Make America great again. And we just lost half of our listeners. Actually, majority based on the popular vote. But we're not going to talk about who we vote for. We're not talking about... We want you to come back for that one because it's going to be more of a conversation of how people just aren't open. And people aren't... If you if, if I disagree with what Blake just said, now he's a jerk and we're never doing a podcast again. As opposed to let's just have a conversation about... We, have a, we are going to have a conversation about the effect of politics on friendships, families, and and just life in general. And, and for the record, that's not I don't really that's not really how I feel. So please listen again. Thanks, bye. Come after me. I'm a man. I'm forty. I'm, a- I'm not a kid. I just picked up all that on the mic still.